What's going on, everybody, and welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of the Opinionated Brother Podcast with your boy, Devontae, episode 154. Listen, I have to be honest with you. You know what? Before we even get into all of that, thank you, good evening, good morning, and good afternoon to everybody that listens to me um, all across the world. We appreciate you for the continuous support we love you um if there are any businesses out there looking for advertisements um advertise sponsors um looking to um advertise their products in any sort shape or fashion um please check out our website right now we have our new advertising prices up um right now for all three or all four of our shows um both shows here for the opinion and brother podcast um tuesday show and the after dark show on thursdays and for the Devontae's World Podcast and the R&B and Joe Podcast as well. So if you guys are looking to um, uh, look for some exposure, right? And let's collab, you know what I'm saying? I know um, um, I know that everybody's, you know, running a tight ship. And I know that for me, it's been a blessing just working with a lot more um, black businesses for me personally. Uh, and I see the value in it. Um, even when, <clears throat> you know, even when everything kind of looks, looks a little tight, you know what I'm saying? So, um, it's, it's amazing to be working. Like I said before, I've, I've had about all, about, I'm going to say 85% of all my sponsors and advertisers have been black owned businesses or organizations. So I'm really, pretty really proud to say that. Um, I, I want to hold up, uphold that standard in, in really, um, promoting and and showcasing uh, my brothers and sisters so listen if you have a product out there that you are looking to get out there and looking um, for more exposure please go to our website at www.tyron6.com forward slash brand partners you can check out all of our past brand partners right now and check out like i said our price list and right now we're running a literally cyber um cyber sale which is going until wednesday i might push it you never know but um, I might push it. So it's five episodes for 50 bucks. Um, so you'll get five episodes of um, pre-roll or mid-roll advertising uh, for your product uh, or service that you're providing. So um, five episodes, like I said, for $50. That offer goes up until Wednesday, up until midnight, um, Thursday, actually. So um, like I said, go to our website at www.tyronsnakes.com forward slash brand partners. And you can check out everything right there. Um Man, it's been a long two weeks without y'all. It it's weird, right? <laughs> you know, this new schedule is is it's better for my stress level. I'm a lot more happier, but it's a it's it's weirder now. Not really um, being being able to, you know, when you get out of routine, and it's and you and you're you know, and it's weird to you at first. And you get into a new routine and, you know, it works. It, it works perfectly. But you're like, you're used to the old shit. And I'm used to, you know, doing a show for y'all every week, right? Y'all y'all used to me coming with the the shits every week, you know, the shit talking every week. And um, <laughs> I'm like, it's weird, you know, not having to do that every week. But it also feels better because what i had to realize over the past week and the past two weeks is that i really run four podcasts instead of instead of three right like talking with my one of my um my i will call him one of my brand managers in a way mr elbert uh elbert d foster shout out to him um it's talking to him we was just like man you run you you run four you do four shows too like you you do two with the opinion brother and then other two and i always told him i'm like and i for me it was always looking at this podcast you know the opinion but that's just one thing you know the the after dark was its own you know it's a, just a little side 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 thing and it, that side thing has become you know almost 75 episodes so um added on to the already one 150 plus episodes that we have right now for just the regular show that we've been doing so it's just like wow you know, it's it's really um, amazing to see how far this has come, uh, and to know, like, yeah, bro, you 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 do more than what you let on to believe, and you have to understand. Like, we sometimes kind of we kind of psych ourselves out 
You know what I'm saying? We're, like, we're trying to psych ourselves out on, on no, we're not doing too much. We're not doing, and, and, and sometimes you got to be like, nigga, you're doing too much. <laughs> you know? And that's not me in this situation. <laughs> but, like, I'm doing just enough. And that's perfect. You understand what I'm saying? Like, with everything that I have going on right now, um, I'm doing just enough. Like, these last two weeks of just reflection and everything really made me understand, like, man, I'm doing just enough. And that's perfectly fine. And that enough is a lot. You understand what I'm saying? So, yo, it's been weird not having y'all around, but, you know, we're back. I missed y'all. We have a lot to get into. I ain't gonna hold you. We have a lot to get into. So, all right, let's, 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 let's even just, let's run down the list. So, we're going to talk about the Pope and the Graham, right? Because everybody has made an uproar about the Pope liking a picture of some, you know, a girl in her ass cheeks on the gram so we're going to talk about that we're going to talk about the 30 year anniversary episode of the fresh prince and the red table talk episode with will smith of course we're going to talk about gucci and jeezy mike tyson and roy jones uh we're going to talk mayor de blasio and new york about the whole covid shutting down and everything okay we're going to talk our mvp and our client of the week and then uh for the opinionated topic of the week <laughs> i'm gonna get a little personal uh, because if y'all have followed me for the last three, four years, you know that for the last three, four years, my phone has been off. Phone has been off. And what I mean by off is that that bill has not been paid, right? And we'll get into the specifics a little bit, all of that stuff, you know, what I want to tell y'all. But... The three-year drought, actually, no, the four-year drought is officially over. The four, I, I want, I, I want to say four. I think December would mark four years of having my phone off with no number, and we'll get into all of that, right? We'll get into why the drought, why the drought season was what it was, and why it's why it is today. So we'll get into all that. So let's get into the show, and let's get into. Our MVPs of the week and our clown of the week. Okay, so here's the thing. I went back and forth in my head about this with this MVP of the week, right? And I even asked my girlfriend, like, yo, is should this should I even put him at MVP of the week? And she was like, nah, you shouldn't even put him at MVP of the week. And I'm like, well, he knocked Nate Robinson out. I have to. For the, I, I have to. <laughs> I'm rolling my eyes, <laughs> right? But I have to. So, of course, I got to. I, I have to. It's, it's, it's something, right? Like, Jake Paul went into, like, here's my thing. I don't care if Nate Robinson was, was weight, height difference. That didn't matter to me, right? And I didn't even really watch the fight for I watched the highlights, right? Because... In my view, I didn't even think the fight was happening, but we'll get into all of that in a minute. We'll get into Mike Tyson, Roy Jones, all of that uh, later in the show. But when it comes to the Jake Paul, Nate Robinson thing, my thing was, okay, I wasn't, I wasn't looking at size. I'm, I'm, and and I'm being biased here as a black man, right? Let, let me keep it a being as a black man. I'm already being biased. I'm already going Nate Robinson, black his eye out. Give him the give him the one two punch. You feel what I'm saying? Like it's it's, it's lit. Don't even you, fuck you fuck you me. You understand what I'm saying? Like it, it's it's a rap. Like I don't even like I'm and and and, and I, as I said, I'm being biased here, right? Like yo, my nigga is about to bop you in the head. I don't even care. And he doing it for the short brothers, right? I'm not a short brother. I'm a six one six two tall brother, but I'm a brother nonetheless. You understand what I'm saying? So I'm I'm in my mind, I'm like Nate Robinson, Jake Paul. I my man's Nate about to come with the flurries. When I seen Jake Paul yop him in the first round, I said, Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> oh, I said, whoa, 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 wait a minute. I said, oh, okay, okay, okay. Cause see, here's the thing. My mom always said, she always give you two chances to do things, right? It's never a third strike with her. And that's how I feel. 
Right. That's how I feel about everything. In my view, if I get it wrong twice, I, I need to put it down for a minute and then come back to it. Right. Because obviously I don't need to do it. Obviously I fail. Or if I do it twice, and you know what I'm saying? Like you get two chances. Right. OK. He knocked you. I want to. He hit you with that right. I don't need to be caught with that right again. That should have been my indication. That should have been your indication, Mr. Robinson. <laughs> that, yo, let me, let me, let me, let me, okay, let me get ready. All right, he ain't coming with the shits. He coming, because, you know, we, we're looking at black people around the world who was watching this movie. I mean, this fight, I'm sorry. Was probably looking at Jake Paul like, this white boy might have some hands, but we going with our boy Nate Robinson. You feel what I'm saying? We're going with our boy Nate. And that's how I was feeling. That's how most people was feeling. Like I said, the first knockout, when he knocked him out the first time, it should have been a, a, a light bulb in his head. Like, okay, now let me take you serious, right? Because that was that was, that was was a punch. You had to give it to him. That was a punch. When the second one came, though, I said, whoa. <laughs> I was like, oh, damn. Oh, this is going to sting the culture. <laughs> and what I mean the culture is black Twitter. Because you know black Twitter acted a fucking fool. And you got to get... And honestly, you I have to kind of give MVP to Snoop Dogg as well. Because his commentating needs to be on ESPN. I've always thought like... And, 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 and Snoop has his own, you know, YouTube channel where he actually commentates on a lot of shit. Right? But... ESPN need to hire Snoop because the commentary <laughs> that he made it worse. Like boy made it so <laughs> like uncle Snoop made it so much worse <laughs> than it really was. than it already was right. Because I, 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 like I said, I didn't even watch the fight for real, for real, but seeing the highlights and seeing that my man got stung twice and got knocked out in the second round and it was lit. It was just boom. Like the ref had to come over to him and was like, okay, let it it's it's a wrap. And even if this is an exhibition match, this is just wow. Sick, right? Just this is not this is not what it's supposed to be. You understand what I'm saying? This is Lord, it it just man, and, and, and I'm rolling my eyes because yes, I'm feeling away because Nate, I kind of feel like you let me down. Just just a little bit. Just a little. Right, just a little bit, a little. But shout out to Jake Paul and get the MVP of the week, man. You got it. Now, now, this is where we get into the clown of the week. This is where I need you guys' help. Okay. Now, usually, now usually I pick the MVP, the the clown of the week. But I want to ask you guys because I'm about to break some of these stories down. Do we give the clown of the week to Nate Robinson's trainer for not training him correctly? You understand what I'm saying? Because honestly, I don't want to give all the fault to Nate Robinson. Nate Robinson's trainer. You know what? You know what? That's what we're getting to. Scratch that. We're giving it to Nate Robinson's trainer. Because honestly, brother, you didn't train that man. Obviously, Jake Paul's trainer was like, oh, they already coming to see you as the underdog, bro. This is a black fight. This is a this black people, mostly black people about to be watching this shit. You understand what I'm saying? You damn near you you are the minority. That's what his trainer was telling. That's what Jake Paul's trainer was telling Tim. You in this moment are the minority. In a sense, we're mostly black people. This is the mostly black event, in a sense. And right now, mostly all of the people watching you are black folks. Or people of color. Small percentage of white people right now. They are looking for you to lose. And that motivation right there is why I had to give it to Jake Paul at the MVP of the week because I felt like his trainer did what he needed to do. Nate Robinson's trainer is like, listen, bro, you coming in as the as the, as the favorite, right? You got to show him why you're the favorite. You got to dodge them because he coming in as an underdog. This is our event. So we got we to gotta watch this man. Where was you at, Nate Robinson's trainer? Huh? Now I got to find a picture of Nate Robinson's trainer and put him up. I don't even know his name. But that's just, it It wasn't a good fight. It wasn't a good fight. It just, it just, it just bad. 
It was bad. It was bad. Let's get into um, Mayor de Blasio. Because I, why I initially said, like, I was going to do what, who should get Clown of the Week because Mayor de Blasio is deciding or maybe making the decision um, to open uh, school permanently for the kids. Um, maybe all schools. Um, I believe it was first through second graders. But the fact that COVID spikes have been rising, okay? And Governor Cuomo is reporting um, that hospitals are overloaded with COVID patients, not to mention all the other patients that need or have to be there. You understand what I'm saying? There's not enough hands on deck. And you, why, what is it? What is it that is not registering in our hands right now that we just have to sit the fuck down? Like, yes, we need to go to the grocery store. Yes, we may need to go to the deli. Yes, we mean we may need to go get essential shit. But if you are not sitting here getting essential shit for you, sit the fuck down. If you're working, go to work. Get your paper. Be safe and do what you got to do. Be conscientious. Of what the fuck is going on. And a lot of things. Are not being conscientious in Brooklyn. For real. Nor New York. A lot of places. We don't listen. We hard headed as Americans. As Americans we are very hard headed. And then we look stupid. Then we looking crazy like oh my god. Why all these deaths. Because we're not putting on our mask. You understand what I'm saying. We're not literally sitting here. Doing what the fuck we need to do. To actually sit here and prevent the actual virus from literally, you know, or containing it as as best as possible. So we can find a cure. So we can find a vaccine. And here's the thing. I know for me, I'm going to keep it a bit with y'all. When they make this vaccine, I, I don't know if I want to take it. Because it's always some government, something that, no. Mm-mm. My body feels great the way it is. It's been doing great. You understand what I'm saying? I look good, feel good. I don't. I don't even get flu shots, y'all. I don't think... I think my mama got me one flu shot ever. 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 Like, we 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 don't do flu shots. And I think she said it got me sick one time. Mad sick. No. No. I know. For me, no. Right? And I found a lot more remedies to help with my sinuses during this time because my sinuses flare act up during this time during the time of um you know going into fall winter spring you know what i'm saying my sinuses act crazy so tea gender tea all of that shit like working with me and there are more treatments right in a sense and and medicine better medicine than than the than the fucking flu shot and i feel like there's better medicine. here's and i've been saying this for since the coronavirus hit i really believe the whole country got it i really believe the whole country had it at one point everybody in this bitch everybody in this bitch tested positive whether you got tested or not, I believe everybody got positive. And it depended on your immune system, your age, race, all of that good stuff on what and how your body was going to react. I've been saying that since the day this virus hit. We've been getting reports here about this, then it switched to this, then it switched to that. I'm just trying to do my best not to spread it. Here's my thing. I didn't even go home for Thanksgiving. Right? Chill, um, chill with my girlfriend, went over her, you know, folks' house and everything like that, like, had some food, you know what I'm saying? And I won't be going home for Christmas, because I'm not, I'm not trying to, I'll be working, and I won't, I don't want to try to sit here and make things worse, I guess, right? I don't, I don't, I don't even want to risk it. We got FaceTime, WhatsApp. Right? Like, we we got shit like that. And I know it's not the same, of course. And this is coming from somebody who loves interpersonality, interpersonal relationships. I need that tangibility, right? I've told my friends it's been hard not having them here because for almost 10 years, 
I've had them tangible. You understand what I'm saying? But at the same time, change is good. There's still a phone call away. There's still a text away. It's not like I can't FaceTime them, call them up or something like that whenever. Yeah, I can't get to them initially right away. But at the same time, the love hasn't, you know, it's not, you know, it's had to stop. I don't know where we went with that. But I'm saying, in a sense, to 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 rally all that together, is that Mayor de Blasio, I think you need to re reexamine shutting down and Governor Cuomo, in a sense, shutting down a lot of this. Um, Michigan, for me, has been a great example. Uh, shout out to Governor Whitmore; she shut down the schools and the restaurants. Virtual learning, boom. We want to be the example because cases are going up and we need to, in order for that to stop, we need to shut down. And when I lived in Michigan, even though, and I said this before, even though when it hit a lot of West Michigan, Michigan period, was a lot more reactive than proactive and I will have to say, in a sense, rightfully so. They got it together quick and quicker than a lot of cities, right? Because as we see in Atlanta, shit is no mask, no fear, no mask. Hashtag, right? Hashtag no fear, no mask. Like they they, they don't give a damn down there. Um, but <laughs> the South don't care. Like, but it's in, in Michigan, we we was like tighten that shit up. And it was sick. And I and I remember pointing about that. Like, it was sick. Like, not being able to go nowhere. But the cases went down in Michigan because of that. We were one of the leading people. Leading states for that. So, it was like, it works if we just sit here and listen. Yeah, it sucks. But at the same time, do you want to go to a party, shaking your ass, sweating, and then find out your ass got COVID? And then your ass going to be crying and coughing. But I'm just saying. I'm just, you know, who am I? I'm just saying. I think Mayor de Blasio, like I said, and Governor Cuomo need to, I think all the mayors and the governor needs to sit down and really have a talk about this and get it together and look at a lot of states like Michigan who are taking great precaution and trying to get shit done and together. Um, Let's talk about the vote, man. You feel what I'm saying? Let's talk about another leader. You feel me? Um, now, Pope Francis has an Instagram. Don't know why he has a fucking Instagram. Why does he have an Instagram? I don't know. Um, this man is like, what, 167? Um, I know I'm being funny. Because, <laughs> listen, I, does the Pope change? The Pope changes? Yeah. When they die? Oh, damn. <laughs> Shit. It's like the it's like the Queen of England. That's what that is. Ah. Queen ain't never gonna die though. I feel like she ain't never gonna die. She's she been looking like that since like since I was born. Since nineteen ninety four. She been looking like that. But Pope Francis literally has an Instagram which I don't understand. Um but he Pope Pope Francis is eighty three. Wow, he's that's He's 80 years away from 164. 81. Ah, 81 years. Maybe he'll live another 81 years. You know they preserve life. You know, people got, you know, they have they can preserve tanks for your bodies now. You know, freeze your bodies. You know, that'd be something crazy. I don't know if freezing bodies would be weird. That's weird. But Pope Francis having his Instagram is weird. And what I don't understand is why does this man have one? I don't get it. He's the Pope, right? There's certain people, there's certain figures in my mind that I just don't think should have or don't have an Instagram, right? Denzel Washington. Don't believe he even uses social media, right? He crucifies social media, rightfully so. He's Denzel fucking Washington. You understand what I'm saying? He is the OG. That's what that is. And that's one figure that I feel like doesn't have social media. Betty White, right? As much as she probably does have social media, I don't think she uses it. Love me some Betty White, right? Um, 
and the Pope. That's another one. I don't. I, I would not think any figures of that magnitude, like the Queen of England, I wouldn't think has an Instagram. But you know what I'm saying? For you know, even in the social media era, I wouldn't think the Queen of England, and I, and I believe she probably does. Now that I know that Pope Francis has one, I believe she does now, right? And so when Pope Francis got TMZ'd because he uh, decided, you know, or his account, because I really don't believe he was on Instagram at 89 talking about let me double tap on that ass, uh, double tapped on this picture of a booty, you know, in some you know, in a short skirt and some panties and shit like that. And people made a fuss. And I'm like, well, for one, he's a male. If if if, if he did have an Instagram or was controlling his Instagram, why are y'all so upset that he, um, <coughs> that he double tapped on some ass? He's a man. Um, now, I'm not saying that, you know, he 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 don't not not like women, but obviously he double tapping on some ass. He love him some women now. Like I said, I don't believe ninety five percent. I'm probably ninety five percent sure he's not controlling his his Instagram. Somebody probably had his phone, had a phone, logged into it because somebody got the login information and shit like that. Logged into it. You know, I saw some ass and was like, ooh, let me double tap. Forgot that was Pope Francis's Instagram account. It was like, ooh, damn, right? So, I mean, but even still, let him double tap on some ass. Shit, it is what it is. Go ahead, Pope. You got it. You've been praying over us for how long? You know? Come on now. You got that. Um, The 30-year anniversary of the Fresh Prince episode. That was such an amazing moment. Um, I think not just for people who grew up with the Fresh Prince, uh, whether you were 80s, 90s, baby. Um, but I think for black entertainment across the board, right? Um, when we think about the Fresh Prince, I think that's one of my favorite sitcoms of all time next to Martin. Um... In a sense where I literally would wake up and literally go to class or wake up in my dorm room before class, Martin would come on from 7 to 8 on VH1 if it's still not doing it now. And Fresh Prince would come on at 8 in the morning till like 10, right? So you get like four episodes back to back of Fresh Prince and like, Maybe like four episodes. I think Martin came on at like six in the morning. So, you know, when you can, when I can watch the Fresh Prince back to back to back, and and listen, BET VH1 ran the reruns a lot, still a lot because they're such a hit, right? It's like I can I can rewatch Fresh Prince, no problem. You know what I'm saying? I can rewatch Martin, no problem. Um. And just seeing all of the cast members, Hillary, um, you know, Will, Jeffrey, um, both the Aunt Vivs, which was a moment. You feel what I'm saying? Because a lot of us, even me, thought that the Aunt Vivs didn't even like each other. Come to find out, they didn't even know each other. You feel what I'm saying? Like, they knew of each other, but not even meeting each other. Right? And here's where I will be a little bit honest to Will. Uh, because then when the Red Table Talk came out, he did his Red Table with his, his therapist and everything. And here's where I will be a little honest. Because I really believe, even though Will Smith is bigger than life, you know what I'm saying? He's taking this social media thing. Once once Will Smith got on social media, it, it became it became it became big. Right. It was something about Will Smith coming on social media. It was something about his ascension to social media because he didn't have one at first. And then he got one. And then it was like, oh, Will Smith is out here. He's 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 still doing some shit. 
the attention and 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 one of my pop and acts like do you i think it was t and j uh shout out to them was like do you did you think that will was seeking a little bit more attention from this right and i said yeah i believe he i believe he was looking for a little bit of attention in a sense where you know i'm bringing back the 30 year anniversary i'm going to change the narrative i'm going to do this i'm going to do this you know what i'm saying but i also believe more importantly that there was healing involved um especially when it came to janet and will that conversation and i've seen janet go at will's head in multiple videos especially the recent one that was played on the red table talk she went at his head and rightfully so because when you find out what will did really understanding what will did and i get that he was 21 i'm i was 21 you understand what i'm saying so i i understand like we not in the best headspace at 21 we're still kids yeah we're like technically adults but we're still kids in the mind and everything we're not fully mature at the same time at the same time you're on a bigger level you're the star and I I I believe that a, a form of maturity need needed to be held, especially when you're on a set with somebody for almost three to four seasons, right? Even if she's not letting you in, you know you have, if anything, you you have a mom. Will I don't know the relationship with you or your mom, but you have that, and if she if she's your TV mom, in a sense where she's different from everybody else, trying to. It was, I, I, I was like, and I like come to a medium, right? In that moment, you know, when they was on set and everything, I think maybe like coming to a medium of saying like, hey, I want to see you grow. I want to see you on both sides too. I want to see you grow. I want to see you be magnificent. And Janet being really the teacher and, you know, Will being the student, which, you know, that didn't go, but. I wish that would have been what it had been, but I honestly think I actually think this 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 special because, um, like I said, we actually got real healing. Um, and if it was fake healing, that's fine. Um, the fact that they're putting this to the side um, after almost thirty years, it's just a lot. You know what I'm saying? They've said a lot of nasty, nasty things to each other about each other, um, and. Uncle Phil not being there, man. That that one, <sighs> y'all. That 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 death right there, James Avery. That one right there is is because the episode with Will and his father that will always be an episode for me, right? My dad passed when I was twelve, eleven, twelve, and. He had his flaws, right? He had his flaws, but it was just like, you know, that love of that comfort of your father, like, it's nothing like that. And 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 Uncle Phil, James Avery, he played a he he played that he played that role. Not just I just don't believe not just through just that he just didn't act that. He was that. And for me, when I look at him on that screen, I always be like, yes, sir, Uncle <laughs> You feel me? Like, I'm always like, bro, Uncle Phil be dropping gems, bro. Uncle Phil be dropping heli gems. And it just, and it and, and you felt it when, you know, they all started crying and everything, you know, watching old episodes of Uncle Phil and, uh, you know, James Avery. It was, a, it was a moment. It was a big, big moment um, that... I know that I will probably, I'm going to definitely rewatch it um, because it was that good. It, it was, it was that good. So shout out to him. Like I said, uh, the red table talk was very, very interesting. You know, Will got a little bit more candid on there and um, he was like, you know, I didn't notice you was feeling like this and everything like that. I'm like, that's when you go up to somebody, you ask, right? How they're feeling, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't let, I'm sorry, here's the thing. You don't let 20-something years go by when you have did all this malice to her, in a sense. 
And yes, she said nasty things about you, but rightfully so because you've sat here and made it. So at that point, it's, it's at that point where, and I'm glad they made it up now, but it took this long, right? We didn't realize this before, right? And you probably did. We just didn't want to make amends back, you know, at that time, which is cool. But I'm glad we are, you guys are at a place now where everything can be very, very subtle, very, very cool, and very, very cordial. So shout out to that. Um, go watch the 30-year anniversary episode of the Fresh Prince Miller um, reunion. Uh, Jeezy and Gucci. Wow, that versus. I'm not even going to hold y'all up. I didn't even watch it. Oh, gag. No, I didn't watch it. Um. And I know everybody named Mama, Sister, Brother was in that motherfucker ready to watch that bitch. I know y'all was. But I seen the highlights, of course. Um, and everybody was talking. And I don't know too much about Jeezy and Gucci's alleged beef or beef that was that. Um, I don't eat a lot of beef. So, you know, I'm a chicken man myself. And um, I was just like, you know, I, I I hope they play a lot of their hits because I'm big fans. I'm fans of both of them, right? I got Jeezy and Gucci in my phone, right? May not know all the hits, but I know some, right? Probably got a little bit more Gucci than Jeezy, but that's okay. Um, But the fact that Gucci came with a motherfucking chip on his show, and rightfully so. Right? Rightfully so. Each camp came with a lot of shit, shade, and shots thrown. You understand what I'm saying? It was it was it was like I I didn't want these two black men who've been successful um and then reestablishing more success when it comes to rebranding and remarketing their who they are. And been very successful at it with the two women in their lives saying about their side and Jeannie May and or Jeannie Mai and um uh Gucci's wife. Um it's just like uh Keisha Kaor, I'm sorry, yep, Keisha Kaor. Um it's just like, you know, <laughs> I I thought some shit was gonna go down. I, I really did. Uh, I didn't want to watch it because I thought some shit was gonna happen in the beginning, like some shots was gonna be thrown. It's this vine, it's this, it's this video, it's this TikTok where this dude was was doing TikTok over what really happened. And if that shit would have happened, if if Gucci would have started shooting or some shit, or Jesus would start shooting, that's some real shit, y'all. That's not on live. I mean, that's live. You know what I'm saying? Like we look at social media and think shit is not real. No, 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 no. You go to social media right now, some of them videos that y'all see of niggas shooting people and people dropping to the ground and not getting back up, oh, they're dead. Okay, rest in peace to them because they've been killed and murdered. But that's real. And so if anything would have popped off like that up in Magic City, Lord have mercy. But I'm glad at the end that everything just was cordial, right? I'm glad everything just went smooth both camps went out you know was cordial with each other because at the end of the day and here's what i and here's what i be trying to say bro we ain't gotta be friends but respect you understand what i'm saying let's hash out the beef that we need to hash out because as jeezy said he had a fucking point is that jeezy and gucci literally are pioneers in the culture you understand what I'm saying? Atlanta is on top of the rap game. Has been for the last 20 to 25 years. That's just what that's been. And so when you have big names coming out of Atlanta like Gucci and, and, and Jeezy, right, coming from there, and then you have some of these, the the, the new faces, Yachty, well, well Yachty, well, not Yachty. Is Yachty from Atlanta? Or Lil Baby. Lil Baby. I don't want to get them mixed up because that's, no. 
I like Lil Baby. Lil Baby Fire. Lil Baby, you got um, Future. You got all of these young dudes and old heads, OGs, who are coming with this shit and working together, man. And they see the two, 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 two OGs they respect knocking at their heads, knocking heads with each other. They're going to do the same thing with each other. And that's not, and, and, and the cordialness, as, as were, as, as it was said, um, on the Joe Bud podcast, like, you know, the, 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 the dis the de-escalation of that when Jeezy and Gucci said, okay, respect, make amends. All right. We'll talk about this. We cordial. We good. It opened a door for a lot of men to even talk. You understand what I'm saying? Because people had a lot, a lot, a, a lot. It was, it was, it was shit going on. Like it was probably like families that was like, yeah, I'm, I'm team Gucci. I'm team Jeezy. I'm not, I'm not fucking with you. That now are like, you know what? That shit was childish. And it take a long time. It take a longer for us. We're men. It's okay. And that's all I be wanting is to listen. Because at the end of the day, we gonna, they are killing us. No matter what, bro, no matter what beef we got going on with each other, the white man is still trying to kill our asses at every given point. So why am I trying to beef with you now, we need to be stacking this money now. You can be with your camp. I can be with my camp. But me and you, we can, yo, we need to link and lock. And and whenever shit get crazy, we band together. That's what that is. When it, when the time come, we come together. That's what that, that's, that's what I initially be like wanting. I, we don't need to be buddy, buddy, hee hee haw, kiki and all that shit. We don't need to do all that. But respect. You feel me? Respect. And that's what I left left from that and took from that was respect. So shout out to Jeezy and um, shout out to Gucci. Mike Tyson, Roy Jones, the fight that came after Nate Robinson got his, his Lord Jesus, he was sleep sleep. He was knocked out, Lord. Um, now, like I said before, I didn't think that this fight was even going to come of age i didn't even think this fight was a real thing i thought that this i I really thought that this fight was like like i'm like this fight is happening this is a thing and i knew i was it was mentioned to me like you know roy jones jr and uh mike tyson are coming back in a fight and and i've seen mike tyson's you know social media videos where he'd be sparring in the gym and shit that nigga looks scary he still looks scary that nigga looks so scary like i'd be like Wow, yeah, no. Um I wouldn't even know. You know what I'm saying? So um the fight came to a draw. Um, you know, with Roy Jones and Mike Tyson. And <laughs> the announcer was asking Roy, like, you know, because I guess Roy came in as the underdog. But Mike Tyson was like, What the hell, my nigga? Hold up. He the underdog. Fuck you talking about. Nigga, he got body. He, that's Roy Jones Jr. <clears throat> right? And this is why I fucking love Mike Tyson. It's because sometimes you got to check announcers, right? It's not all about sometimes winning the battle, right? Because at the end of the day, they probably cool as hell. Him, Mike and Roy are probably cool as fucking. They just, and, and I believe they just did this as it was just an exhibition round. It wasn't no... We winning a WBC. We going back into the, you know, you know, we going, we getting back into the boxing world type shit. No, nah, it was just like, a, all right, let's do this for some, for for some money, or I believe for some charity. You know what I'm saying? If not, we doing it as an exhibition match. We getting paid. You know what I'm saying? So it is what it is, and we doing what we love to do is in box. You feel what I'm saying? And these are two of the best, best to ever do it. Still living, still living legends. And so when you sit and when announcers sit here and say and make it seem like one is less than the other, nah, I like how Mike Tyson was like, uh-uh, ho, ho, that's motherfucking Roy Jones Jr. Okay, he low-key still fighting. <laughs> he, that, that nigga in the gym every day, I'm the one <laughs> that need to be, you know, 
that need to be fucking um, scared and worried. I'm I'm the weakling. Everybody looking and 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 that's just because Mike Tyson is Mike Tyson, right? If you ever watched Mike Tyson, ever watched a fight of Mike Tyson's, ever just seen Mike Tyson in action, whether that be video, YouTube, you know, what I'm saying in person, out of person, right? I remember watching his documentary and uh, with um, uh, Holyfield, I believe, where he bit off his ear. Yo, I, I, <laughs> yo, when he bit the a, a chunk of his ear off, like, I mean, a chunk, a, a good piece, too, I said, oh, my God. Like, holy, I, I, I know, like I said, I believe this whole field. He's jumping up and down in the ring, bloody. I mean, mad bloody, just blood coming down the ear. And I'm like, oh, that's nasty. It, it just did not look. I was like, Mike Tyson is motherfucking crazy. And even now to this day, at, at even the OG age that he is, I still believe this man can fuck some shit up. To me, he's like a smaller Kimbo Slice. Because Kimbo Slice will not give a fuck out. He was that. He was that dude. Right? He was that dude. He knocked niggas out for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and dessert, and came back and did it again the next day. He was knocking niggas out. Now, him and Mike Tyson would have been a great fight, but I know that that would have been a lot, oof, a lot of concussions to the face. Yikes. All right, y'all, listen, we're about to take a five-minute break, and we'll be back. This is the DPNA Brother Podcast with your boy, Devontae, episode 154, and we will be back in five. What's going on, everybody? Welcome, 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 welcome back to the DPNA Brother Podcast with your boy, Devontae, episode 154, and we are back. We are back. Um, we are in the opinionated topic of the week, and listen... We are talking the drought is over. Wow. Open the floodgates. Open the floodgates. The drought has been a lot, guys. And if you've been following me for a long time, if you've been listening to me for a minute, um, whether that be back when I was doing my Facebook videos and everything to, to now, right? Um you know that most of since about I want to say maybe the end of 2016 um, to to about now my phone has been completely off and and what does that technically necessarily look like that looks like basically your phone being off right and in college I like most college kids didn't have <laughs> a great budget plan. You understand what I'm saying? Like, a lot of us blew blew our money, right? It is what it is. I'm 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 honest to say it, right? And it's not like I I blew it through bullshit, right? Um, I would definitely send my mom some money, send my mom some cash, you know, doing things to you know not only or buy stuff, you know, what I'm saying. It, it, I kind of wish that I had it now, you know. I will blow it on Amazon. No, I'm just playing. I'm I'm kind of serious too. <laughs> but no, we'll, we'll blow three, four thousand dollar matches refund checks. You feel me? And it it would just be ridiculous. So the crazy thing is that for a long time I would get a new phone, right? And I remember when I was little. Or not even little when I was younger, when I was in my teens. I hated Androids. I had Androids all through my teen years and I hated it. I remember when I graduated from high school, I got my first iPhone 4 and I ain't looked back since. <laughs> right? First iPhone 4, I ain't looked back since. And every time a new iPhone will come out, I will upgrade. And it got to a point where I was just doing it just excessively. And just ridiculously, 
right? Just, just, just to upgrade, I would just fucking upgrade. Knowing I probably didn't have the money at the time. I'm getting older, right? I'm getting into college. And at this point, my mom was like, nigga, get off my plane. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? And so I just remember like, okay, fine, fine, fine. I get off her plane, whatever. And I get off our plane. And um, I remember, I think this was when the iPhone, maybe five or six was coming out. I think the six was at six was coming out. Um, and I was like, okay, cool. We get six, yada, yada, yada. And I remember it was one instance where I just couldn't pay the bill. Right, I couldn't pay the bill. And this is where kind of my like my financial woes kind of took a, a drastic turn. Right. I like I was not being financially conscious for a long time. Let's keep it a motherfucking be, right? For a long time, it was just like not being financially conscious, especially when it came to this fucking phone. So I remember 2016 and the iPhone 8 is coming out. I have this iPhone 6 in my hand. And the iPhone 8 is maybe like two weeks out. Now, I'm still paying my bill and everything, still making payments, yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, you know what? I want a new phone. I don't want the iPhone 6 no more. And at this point, I'm just being fucking greedy. (laughs) Right? I'm just, I'm being fucking greedy. Like, I'm just, I'm not taking into account that I need to pay rent. I need to do this. I need to do that. I need to go here. I need to go here. I need to go there, right? I need to go everywhere and shit like that. I need shit to do. I have shit to do. I'm I need to fucking adult, right? And I think I'm what was this? Maybe like 2016, right? So I'm 20, 22. Man, I remember the my friend was with me, right? She was like, "You're gonna get the iPhone 7s." When the iPhone 8 is literally, you can get the iPhone 8 literally in two weeks. I was like, I don't want to wait. And my friend was like, fine, whatever, you don't want to wait. And I was like, I don't want to wait. I want to do it now, right? And I was just so greedy, just being so greedy. And I and I overstepped, and I over and and I over and I took a big overstep. And it was a three year learning process. Trust and believe me, because for the for a long time I understood why the fuck I couldn't get a new phone because honestly I could but it was just like I didn't want to because for me the lesson wasn't in getting this new phone it was my my impulsive just dis, like disorder of just like getting new phones every fucking season and not only that not even taking care of my shit people right I was horrible I was fucking horrible. Not taking care of my shit. Not really getting my shit together so I could have the luxury to fucking upgrade. Oh, I was horrible. I was a pet. I was bad. And that's just being honest. I was. And so I remember when I couldn't pay my T-Mobile bill. I said, fuck it. I'm not paying this bill. I'm just letting it go. To-. And it went to my credit. Right? Still there. You know what I'm saying? And... I've been rocking with iPhone 7S for the last four years. That's been off service, done, right? And so I remember when I told my mom, she was like, Lord, (laughs) she was like, good God. And so I adjusted, right? I had to adjust. And let me tell you, it's been a, it's been a, weird it was a weird tough adjustment okay because anybody that had an android i couldn't call you anybody that had an iphone i could only facetime audio you or facetime you and i could text you so it was it it was good for that if you had an iphone it was it was no problem um and honestly i was happy right i was happy that my phone was off because here's the thing Phones are our spying devices at this point, right? They're, every every device that we're getting at this point is becoming more and more like a fucking ver- spy device that everybody is trying to look at you, look at what you're doing every fucking day. So for me, I was like, you know what? 
I don't have to worry about spam people calling me. I don't. For me, I always looked at the bright side of it. Yeah, this is still on my credit, but I really don't have to worry about that right now. Yeah, I kind of fucked up, but you know what? I needed it. I need this lesson. Right? I need this lesson in patience. I need this lesson in not having things so microwave because when we we are a culture. What what I've learned in these three years with not having my phone on and seeing everybody with their phone, right? Because I can't with my phone being off, if I'm not in Wi-Fi, I can't be in the now. You understand what I'm saying? Couldn't be in the now. So really, I was looking from a lens of, oh, wow, I see how our culture as Americans in this digital age with cell phones, how we really are. We're always looking down at our cell phones, which has made me more apparent of how I now use my cell phone, even now that I have a new phone that it being on. Right. And so. For so long, I looked at the the, the 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 merit in it, like the phone that I had that I have that that was turned off. I use that for podcasting. <laughs> Loki still use that shit for podcasting, right? You, I've used that for podcasting. I've marketed. I've I have so much shit on that phone. When I tell you, me and that phone have been through a lot together. That me and that seven, me and that seven S have a bond. I'm not selling that seven S, right? Like it's like me and that seven S have a bond. It was weird getting this new phone, getting this twelve. Yeah, I upgraded like that. I got a twelve pro, right? And what it really showed me is how far I am behind the times and the generations when it came to iPhone, right? Um, having the seven S kept me back in 2016. Having the twenty. Or I'm sorry, having the 12 feels like I'm straight straight dab in the the middle of everything now. You know what I'm saying? And it and it's weird. <laughs> it's, it's really weird because the facial, you know, I got the face ID and every everything's now weird, right? When you coming from the fingerprints and now you got the face ID, it's weird. But the drought is over, right? And um, it was it was amazing. How it happened? Uh, because God has been showing up and showing out and being a blessing and and and, and disguising. I have to give I have to give this one to my girlfriend. You understand what I'm saying? Um, and if you if you don't know that I had a girlfriend, you can go check out the Devontae's World podcast because I'm not explaining that again. <laughs> um, you can go check the, the Devontae's World podcast again. Um, the new episode will let you know how, what's, when, where, why, and yes, I'm off the market, so don't ask no fucking questions. Anywho, um, so I, I was like, my, my, my girl and, and her moms, we in T-Mobile, and you know, they, they, they're getting a new phone, yada, 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 and lo and behold, she's like, yo, I got a free line, you want it? Me and me for me, I've I've gotten so comfortable, right? Because after three fucking four years with your phone being off, you're like, fuck it, I don't give a damn no more. And that's how I was feeling. Like I'm, I'm like, I'm in New York. Most of the most most of everywhere I can get to has Wi-Fi, right? And I've gotten to a place where I can get Wi-Fi. I know how to get it. How to don't I can get it in contact with you, right? And even with my phone being off, niggas didn't text me. I wasn't, I wasn't the hot, com- I was never a hot commodity, never trying to be, never wanted to be, never probably will be. And I'm, I'm perfectly fine with that. Right. But nobody was hitting me up. Nobody was texting my phone. Nobody was checking for me for real. It wasn't the people, my peoples for real, for real. Nobody was checking for me. So I'm like, that works perfectly fine. And so she's like, you want this phone? I'm like. For what I'm doing now, for the city I'm in, how I'm working, where I'm working, I needed a phone, right? And I'm like, you know what? And it was a blessing, right? And I'm like, you know what, Ty? Just take this button. Go. Just just get it. Just, just do it. Stop playing. Just get it. And so I'm like, let's do it. And 
as I said before, in like maybe like three previous podcasts ago, I talked helly shit about the iPhone 12. I did. I still do. I talked helly shit about it. Okay. I said that it was the iPhone 11 looked mad better than it. I did. And I kind of still stand by that sentiment. Even though the phone looks amazing. I still stand by the sentiment that it looks better than uh, it doesn't look as 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 great as I thought it would be. Like I said before, I thought I was going to be taken away or something was going to be breathtaking about the iPhone 12. And I'm going to say it again. All you did was make a replica of the five. It's, it's, a, it's a bigger 5S. That's exactly what the fuck it is. Now, it's amazing because this is my first upgrade in four years right i haven't had a new phone in four years so this is this is this is amazing for me right so i'm learning and everything like that getting getting to know it and i'll have it down by probably weeks in the thing about it is i was just like when when you have people that really care about your growth right and really want to see you succeed and win and you see, and vice versa. It's it is it is refreshing, and it is humbling, and it was amazing of her because she had to do that shit. She could have sold that line. <laughs> I would have. She would have did it anyway. <laughs> she, you feel me? Because if 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 anything, if I would have my if I would have had a phone already with a line, yada yada yada. Me, her, and her mom would tell her to sell that damn line. Sell it. Somebody need one. Right? But she thought of me. And I was like, you know what? Let's do it. Because I do. And so let me make this perfectly clear before we get off the air. My contacts will probably I haven't even sifted through my I haven't sifted through my contacts in four years for real for real because I don't text that many people. If you go through my con- my text message and you go through my contacts, the contacts and text message ratio is way off. Like I text less people who are in my contacts. And I mean significantly less, right? My thing is we have way too many social media platforms, so we don't really need to text if you ain't really in my circle or you my people's for real. You know what I'm saying? No shade but shade, right? Um and no, if I haven't given out your number or given you my number, don't ask for it. Um, you will still be texting me from my email if you're on iPhone. <laughs> yeah. And so um, if I haven't given you out the new number yet, don't ask for it because um, I will give you it respectively when I do. Uh, but yeah, I'm back on the grid. I'm back on the times. You know what I'm saying? 5G is here or whatnot and everything like that. You know, it's weird. You know, the drought is over. It's really, it's really weird. Like God has really taken me a lot out of a lot of my comfort zones that I've been in or adjusted into. And then really just said, you know what? You deserve it. You know what I'm saying? You deserve this. You deserve that. Because sometimes you feel like you're undeserving when you're trying to Find yourself, do better with yourself and everything like that. And for a long time, y'all, I felt like I was undeserving of of a lot of the blessings that I've been receiving over the past week. You understand what I'm saying? Like, really just like, okay, God, what are you doing? Right? Like, hold a chill. Like, this, am I deserving? Yes. Right? It'd be like a faint yes. Like, yes. And I feel it in my heart that I am. You understand what I'm saying? Because I just... I want to see others win. And, you know, shout out to And She Creates because I just answered she, uh, a question of hers, of her asking, like, yo, is healthy competition good? And I know this goes off the rails, but she asked this question of, is is, comp- is, is competition greater or something like that? And I asked her, answered in a sense where healthy competition is good. I love to see my pie fam win, right? And I believe we all in healthy competition with each other, Right? everybody grinding doing new shit kind of copying off of everybody taking bits here bits there because we all 
booming in our own sector, right? And booming as a group. So it's like, yo, we out here doing the damn thing. And I think that competition, when we when you see somebody on the Instagram and they they popping. Oh, what they doing? Let me let me see how they how they moving. Let me see what they they figuring with and shit like that. Let me see what's happening, right? So it's like that healthy that healthy competition is good, and knowing that and seeing that is amazing. So you know, to know that the drought is over, to know that I'm back on back on the grid is amazing. Um, like I said, she didn't have to do that. So it was it was it was really 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 good. Like and like I said before, man, <laughs> stepping out this comfortability mode is weird, right? Having a not having a phone. Like I got used to not that, and I was like, ah, I'm good. This is I don't need to do this. But then it was like, well, fuck it, why not, right? Because now I'm on a different level. God has elevated me to a different level. And at that level, kind of need a phone. So, yeah, just needs to happen. Listen, y'all, I love y'all. I thank y'all so much. We appreciate y'all for tuning in. Make sure that y'all follow us on Instagram and Facebook. We are on Instagram at T-O-B double underscore P-O-D-C-A-S-T. That's T-O-B double underscore podcast. And you can follow us on uh, Facebook at The Opinionated Brother, okay? Listen, we are coming back to you with another After Dark episode on Thursday, so check that out. Uh, we have a new R&B and Chill episode and Devontae's World episode out right now, so check that out as well. You can go to my website at www.tyronshicks.com. Check out everything there. You can go to my homepage. Everything is on the homepage. Um, subscribe to the podcast as well. We're on all digital streaming platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, SoundCloud, iHeart, Spotify, we're everywhere. All right. I love you guys. I appreciate you. We'll be back on Thursday. Love, peace, and hair grease. Be easy and stay breezy.